asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Views Podcast. I believe this is episode 99. It's crazy to think that we're coming up with that on episode 100. Uh, I gotta figure out a really good movie for episode 100. Hopefully I find something good. Um, guess you're gonna have to wait till the end of this podcast and see what we pick. Because spoilers, I don't even think I've have it picked yet. So we're gonna have to wait. Might have to edit it in at the end when I figure out what we're gonna watch. But... This week hasn't been too spectacular. I watched a couple movies. I can't remember. Which, so I can't remember if I talked about this on the last podcast. But I know I watched Bushwhacked. I think it was between the last podcast now. Uh, Joyride. Classic Paul Walker movie. If you guys haven't seen that one in a while, you should revisit. And if you haven't seen it at all, then you should just watch it. Um, I don't remember two and three that well. I think there was three of them. Could have been more for all I know. Could have been like the wrong tier in series and just kept on spawning them. Also watched Nightstick, which was an interesting movie. It's on YouTube. It's like a cop action movie. And I believe it had less... Leslie Nielsen in it, but he wasn't a main character and he wasn't being a comedic character at all. Which I thought was really, really weird because he's playing like a serious role. And I'm not really used to that at all when it comes to him. But yeah. Uh, also been doing some artwork. Been trying to get uh, my niche on that people are going to enjoy watching. And of course, just the usual being a father trying to be an artist. Uh, putting artwork in her lunch pills for her days at camp. And just working. So that's, that's my life in a nutshell pretty much. Um, but yeah, we're going to get right into the movie that we're going be watching tonight um i'm going to give a little disclaimer i never really watched the kochuk uh tv series at all like i don't think i've seen maybe even a single episode so going into this made for tv movie i went in blind uh but i really enjoy it so maybe i'll revisit or watch for the first time the tv series and maybe we'll make them into many episodes who knows uh let me know down below if you want to see that and even if you guys don't may i'll just do it anyways just uh make some more tiktok and youtube content make some reels content but we'll see how it goes um but yeah this movie has a 7.5 uh 10 on imdb 88 percent on rotten tomatoes uh, i'm not sure if i t- said but it came out in 1972 uh it's an hour and 14 minutes so it's a pretty quick watch and it's classified as a horror thriller it's the night stalker after several high profile newspapers fire him for his difficult attitude investigator journalist carl kolchak finds a job following the police beat for a small las vegas publication when carl discovers a series of dead showgirls drained of their blood and bite marks on their necks the police hesitate to take the case any further and his boss wants nothing to do with the story leading carl to believe there may be a real vampire prowling the street um i also saw that richard matheson had a part to do with this like the screenplay or the teleplay which i thought was really interesting because i'm a fan of his writing um his books were turned into um little mega man uh, this is vincent price i think uh, last man on earth uh, i believe duel was one of them and i think he also has something to do with jaws 3d but we won't talk about that one because i don't remember jaws 3d that might be the really bad one for all i know 
know. I, I don't really understand. I don't really remember, I should say. But yeah, this was originally aired on the ABC network, which I thought was kind of cool. Made for TV movies. I enjoy them every now and then. So maybe we'll do a month of made for TV movies. Who knows? Uh, you know, I'm coming up with themes here just on the fly. But yeah, we're going to jump right into the movie. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. The following program is brought to you in living color. Saturday Night at the Movies, the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. presents an original motion picture produced especially for the movie of the week. Tonight on the movie of the week. May I introduce myself? My name is Kolshak of the Daily Chronicle. Kolshak reports the bazaar, the supernatural. The unexplainable. You again is another crazy story. This nut thinks he is a vampire. You know what I call that? Irresponsible yellow journalism. He has killed four, maybe five women. I saw that so-called super killer wipe up the streets with your so-called police force. They don't want any help from amateur bloodhounds like you. I've been a reporter for 22 years. I've been a police officer for 30. Well, then why don't you retire? Each man in the field is issued one of these, and uh, one of these. Are you suggesting that we pound one of these into Scorzini's chest? No, no, into his heart. Darren McGavin, the Night Stalker. Uh, starts out with Carl uh, sitting on his bed as he's listening to his tape recorder, his old cassette tape recorder, going over um, him talking. It's pretty much just like his memoirs for writing his book that he's got coming out. Um, but it's pretty much going on about the story that we're about to jump into. Uh, it's Sunday, May 16th, and we see this lady waiting for a ride home. Um, as I think Carl is talking over doing the narration, uh, it goes on about the situation, and I believe it's her name was Cheryl Hughes. Um, she's waiting for a ride to come pick her up or a bus to come pick her up. I'm not sure which one it was. But uh, this guy tries to talk to her, and she gets all creeped out about it. She's like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to walk home. So she starts walking anyways. She that decides to head down this back alley which is poorly lit because that's a good thing to do that's really safe you should definitely do that spoiler don't do that uh because then there's this guy that grabs her by the throat and throws her on a bunch of these like boxes of garbage and then he crawls on top of her and we can just assume what happens next i honestly didn't know if she was gonna get raped or what was gonna happen but uh she got her blood sucked out of her and then shortly after we see the garbage picking up the garbage and that's when they find her body inside the boxes then we cut into i believe this morgue where uh three morticians are doing uh autopsy on the body and they notice that something's very wrong and they're very confused as to how it happened and why it would happen but they notice that all the body or all the blood has been drained out of the body and they're like hmm wonder how that happened there's holes on her neck maybe took a straw to them hmm we shouldn't let anyone know about this and then we see uh kolchak driving 
down this main road in Vegas. See, I think we see a bunch of the buildings in the background. It's a really cool shot, especially for the time period. Then we see him showing up at the uh, newspaper uh, station. What's the proper word for that? I'm blanking on the proper word because all I want to say is the Daily Bugle. And that's wrong because that's from Spider-Man and that's set in New York City. Mm, we're set in Vegas right now, but whatever. You get the, you get the gist of it. Whereas his boss pretty much throws a, a case M or a report to do. And he sh he's then showing up at the hospital to talk to one of his connections because apparently Kochuk, no matter where he goes, he has these spies that he likes to call, but they're just connections to get information. Because uh, he's there to figure out why on Sherald Hughes' autopsy, it doesn't show a sign or a cause of death yet. They haven't filled out part in, they just left it blank. Then we make a, a second stop at a casino to talk to one of his close female friends. I believe it's Gail and... Um, she also worked with Cheryl a bit, so it might not have been Gail. I'm not 100% sure. I watched it really late at night. We find out she didn't have much of a, a way of, like, boyfriends. She didn't go out and party with a lot of people. And she even took karate classes. So how did she not kick this person's ass? We don't know. But we'll find out soon enough because it's Dracula. It's not really Dracula, but it's a vampire nonetheless. Then Thursday, May 20th, we see the cop cars showing up at this crime scene. Then one of the officers asks what took uh, Kolchak so long to, to show up. He's like, well, I had a flat tire. I didn't really have a flat tire. I was talking to my connections and at a casino. Probably uh, playing some slot machines, but that's not your business. And then we see the cocktail racer's Bonnie laying dead in the sand, but there's no footsteps around her at all. And they look at her throat, and it's destroyed as well. So uh, her blood's all gone out of her body as well. And they're like, what happened? Did a muscle man just throw her down here? There's no footsteps leading back up to the road at all. Confusing. And then we see Kolchak uh, getting yelled at by his boss again, because he's making up pieces in the story that hasn't been proven yet. Uh, so he's trying to put a good news story together so it brings in more readers but the boss doesn't have any of it because he's like you're just making up shit and this is just going to get us in trouble because you're trying to say it's a vampire. Uh, so his boss thinks he's just coming up with fairy tales to try and you know make himself sound better. Then we see the cops dusting an apartment for clues where we find another dead person with blood missing from her body again and it was a silent kill because her roommate was actually in the house or the apartment with her and in like the next room and she didn't hear a single sound so either she was asleep or she's a really heavy sleeper or or Dracula can, you know, suffocate you, make it so you can't scream at all, and suck your blood out at the same time. I don't know, I figured there'd be kind of some kind of noise. I don't know, I've never had to fight a vampire, so I wouldn't know. You see uh, Kotak sitting down at this table that's outside a hotel, by the looks of it, at like the pool area where he's trying to get information from a police officer, because he wants him to check around at various hospitals to see if there's any other bodies like this. And then he starts joking about it being Dracula, and he's like, yeah, ha, ha, yeah, might be Dracula, you never know. Uh, let's find out if there's any other bodies that are missing all their blood, okay? Then, as the guy is leaving he tells Kolchak to meet him at the sheriff's station sharp at 7 a.m. Uh, that's when the doctor is going to be there to discuss everything I guess the crime scene and then the phone rings at the pool area and it's actually for Kolchak it's actually his doctor connection calling uh, to just discuss some other um, clues into the crime scene as well then we see a group of people at the meeting at the sheriff's station and they're going over the special report of the cases and the doctor says that the killer kills were very quick so the killer knows what he's doing uh, within a minute the blood was all sucked out of the bodies as well also Kochak works at the daily news i wrote that down in my notes so his newspaper that he works at is the daily news not the daily bugle yeah get that right big brain writing down the small information that's not going to come up ever again it was the special doctor leading this whole thing um says they found traces of human saliva mixed in with the blood on the neck so it sounds like there's a freak out there who's biting girls necks to suck out their blood because it's not 
at one point they thought maybe it was like an animal doing the killings but it's sucking out the blood so i don't know why you would think it is an animal and if it is then you got this really tricky dog or something because it, one kill was inside of someone's apartment while their roommate was sleeping with them or beside them in the next room over then kolchak asked the doctor if it's possible that the man was a vampire and then the doctor goes on about some old cases that happened in germany who thought they were vampire cases because the same thing was happening back then in old germany and kolchak's like so you're saying it could be a vampire then then one of the officers says that uh one of the nurses saw a very tall person working in the hospital um and sh then she goes to talk to another orderly and they claim there was no one working in the hospital at that point in time because we then find out that one of the hospital's blood banks was drained of all their bloods because all the i'm not sure if it was all the bloods that was taken but a bunch of the jugs of bloods or glass containers or whatever you want to call them were all taken by this tall slender man then the doctor says it's not very impossible that the vampire is a or the killer is a vampire Kochuk. so that kind of gets him going a little bit more and then the other officers speak up he's like yeah it's not a vampire let's let's just avoid that whole idea that's a vampire it's just someone doing killings let's not you know make Kochuk's ego any bigger and then um the main officer tells Kochuk to leave his tape recorder in the room because he doesn't want any of this vampire talk to leave the room at all so no one's to say anything or they're going to be kicked off the case then we see Kochuk arguing with his boss again because Kochuk wants to use the word vampire in his article and he's told not to even run the story at all and just to end it all together then we see um Gail in bed being woken up in shock because we, the way the scene's set up it looks like it might be the vampire coming to attack her but it's actually just Kochuk waking her up and coming to bed with her. Uh, he's going on about the article he's trying to write because um, it's still bothering him. And then the phone rings. He gets up and runs off when we find out the killer has striked again, but this time he was seen. Then we see this older lady crying as she's talking to two officers, just describing everything that happened. And they try and trying to get a lead on the story as well. And then Kochuk runs right by her to take pictures of the dead body. And that's when we find out um, Kochuk's like, oh, it looks like Bella Losi has struck again. And one of the officers taking pictures as well is like, you know, just keep it down. It was her daughter. How about you don't be an asshole? Kolchak goes up to discuss the scene with the mother. And then we see him stopping to talk to Helen, uh, the switchboard operator, which I believe is um, the like maid lady from Two and a Half Men. It's been a long time since I watched that. And I didn't look it up to see if it is her. But it looks like a younger version of her. I could be wrong. So don't, you know, don't kill me if I am. I'm just saying it looks like her. And it kind of sounded like her too. Then Kolchak was given uh, a chance to see the killer's face. Uh, then we see a man grabbing the newspaper out of, um, like the newspaper stand and on the front of the page it has, a police sketch of what the killer's face looks to be. It's like this pale looking, almost dead person. It's, uh, also nighttime. We see this lady walking through a dark parking lot and then we see a, a pair of pale eyes from inside a car staring at her as she's getting ready to get into her car. The lady notices the man getting out of his car so she tries to get in her car really quickly she unlocks the door and then a doberman pincher comes running out of the car and attacks the guy which i didn't really like this scene because the dog dies because he just literally grabs the dog by the neck and just snaps it and then we just pan in on her as he gets closer and closer and that she has like a look of shock on her face then we see kolchak talking to his boss trying to push the new story about the lady's dog who's dead because he thinks it's part of the vampire killing because he's like the dog's blood was all gone too you know it's got to be the vampire killer why else would all the blood be gone the boss is like i don't want to hear it just shut up no nothing about the vampire story okay and then kolchak is trying to stand his guard and yelling how he wants to push the news about the killer and not suppress it and hold information back from the readers which is something good you 
you want to give all your readers their information so they know what's going on in our town. And you don't want to hold things back because that's just going to end up having more dead bodies on your hands. And now it's, I believe, Tuesday, May 25th at 7.30 p.m. Helen came up with some information from the DMV that may relate to the killer. Uh, we find out that he was using a fake name and shows up at a car dealership to buy a car and we get there and the sheriffs are already talking to him and he's like, how the fuck did you know about this? He's like, well, I got a connection. But then we find out that um, he used a fake name, fake ID, and he also has a stare with the dealership owner to the point where he actually gets the car for cheaper than he wants and the dealership guy's like, yeah, he just had one of those faces like, you don't you don't want to argue with this guy because uh, things are just going to turn out bad. Which you're right because he would have killed you anyways with the car. Then we see uh, Helen go on about uh, Kolchak needs to stop pushing the story because he's going to get fired again. This is where I don't have any information on this series at all but apparently Kolchak gets fired from his job a lot as a newspaper journalist. And she goes on about how many places he's been fired from she just keeps naming them off he's like oh you missed this one this one that one don't worry about that too and then she asks him what he knows about vampires and he starts joking to her about it and that's when she goes on you know you gotta be serious and she goes and grabs a book about vampires and they start reading it to say because she wants him to be prepared for it just in case it isn't a real vampire because she doesn't want him dying probably Kokchuk reads how he has to kill the vampire um with uh i think a stake during the daytime because that's when they're weakest and all the you know other vampires tropes and then we see a man in black with a suitcase walking through hospital sneaking into the blood bank supply room then a nurse walks in on him and screams and runs away to get help and she brings in another nurse and they start getting into fight in the supply room then more nurses come in and then one nurse gets thrown right out the window and they're like on the third floor so he's probably dead and then we see Kochuk and the police officers showing up at the old hospital as the vampire is fighting everyone off as Kochuk stands there taking pictures of the chaos because the cops are shooting him and he's just you know throwing them around and then he's slowly escaping then we see uh, Kolchak showing up at a police officer like press meeting um, where the police force are trying to figure out the details on the killer and one of the officers and he wrote down his name is Bernie uh, he found files that list the man as over 70 years old and the sheriff gets annoyed saying his files are all wrong because there's no way a, a 70 year old man was moving like that and taking on the police officers like he was. Then Bernie goes over some old paperwork discussing the killer and the crimes that he found over in Europe and then from there he, the vampire guy moved from Europe to Canada and then from Canada to Las Vegas. And Kolchak speeds up about when he was at the hospital yesterday, how the officers were shooting at him, but it wasn't phasing him, wasn't slowing him down at all. He's like, how did a 70-year-old man make it away, then Sheriff? And Sheriff tries to, you know, pretty much shut him up, but he just keeps going on about the subject matter, which is true. How did, would a 70-year-old man, you know, take on a whole police force? Uh, Kolchak wants them to be honest and run it in the paper that there's a vampire, but they don't want to because they don't want to start scaring the people, and they also don't want the police force or the police station to look bad as well. Then one of the main guys says don't push the story or he's going to push Kolchak straight out of town. He doesn't give a shit because if Kolchak pushes the story, he's out. They're going to escort him out. Then Kolchak turns on his recorder and lets it record the rest of the meeting in secret because I don't think they actually see him turn it on at all. Then we see Kolchak uh, going to sit down with his lady. Uh, I think she's knitting inside the casino for some reason. I'm not really sure why. I guess it's her downtime. Uh, Kolchak is saying how the case seems stranger than anything he's ever worked on. Then we see him driving as he's listening to the police station radio. He's got like a police radio scanner inside his car by the sounds of it. Then a description of Dracula's car uh, goes off on the radio so you know where he's going to head to. Then we see the cops stopping to box the car in because they find it as well. And th then uh, Dracula gets out to start fighting off a few cops and then he runs away. Uh, 
he starts fighting cops beside a pool and then they fight goes into the pool and Coltrack shows up as he's taking pictures of Dracula fighting in the pool and then he gets out of the pool and then he's fighting the cops and then on like around the pool and then he goes around away and the cops shoot him and it kind of knocks him down but he gets back up and then he just jumps over the fence and runs away again and then we see Kolchak showing up at the courthouse and it's pretty much a madhouse as everyone's getting you know pretty annoyed and getting crazy about this whole thing situation because like he was right there we're shooting him you know there's like 10 cops shooting him he just jumped over the fence like nothing then the room empties out for the most part it's just like the main officers and sheriff and whatnot left and then Kolchak uh, speaks up asking if they're ready to listen to him or not Kolchak says he will help them help them out but only if he gets the exclusive rights to the story so he's going to help them track down the killer and deal with the killer but he wants to be able to write the story no matter what in the paper uh Kolchak pulls up his bag and shows the items that each officer is going to need to deal with the vampire they're going to need a silver cross a stake and a giant hammer and claims that that's the only way we're going to be able to stop him. and then the sheriff's like you know what i'm not letting you give my police force crosses and hammers and stakes because this is just stupid he tells them that they need to track him find out where he's staying because they're going to need to kill him during the daytime because he's too strong at night and that they are dealing with a real vampire that's is at least what it seems to be and they of course don't want to believe him at all but you know they're going to go along with it for right now the officers all discuss the situation they decide to cut the deal with Kochuk, but they want to keep the vampire for trial you know to discuss everything and the only thing is if he's wrong he's got 12 hours to leave town because if he's wrong it's not a vampire then he's out of town we see Kochuk leaving the courthouse and he's leaves and he runs and jumps and sings to his car and then he sees someone in the back of the car and we think it's maybe Dracula so he uh gets out to run away and it's actually just his friend sleeping in the back car because he, he saw Kolchak's car and he wanted to wait for him but he got tired so he fell asleep in the back seat because he's you know he's a little man so he got tired of waiting so he took a little nappy but he's there to also let Kolchak know that he thinks he found the location of Dracula where he's staying so Kolchak goes to check it out on his own of course he goes around the back to, and he's squeezing this back backroom door but it's that also looks like it's made just for the porch because then he slides open a window and sl gets in the house that way he's walking through the home um, he's opened up the fridge and that's when you see a bunch of canaries of blood sitting inside the fridge he takes a picture of it then he hears a noise upstairs he slowly creeps up the staircase as the stairs are making more and more noise at each in every step he takes he gets upstairs and then steps on some broken glass on the floor gets a little freaked out as he's looking around upstairs he comes across the coffin and he opens up and we see dirt and stuff inside of it takes a picture of that then he explores the home a bit more and then we find a girl tied to the bed and she's being kept alive to be a private blood bank for him because apparently he thinks it's being a little bit too um hard to go out and get the blood so we'll just keep this lady alive so she can keep producing blood for me then we see drag driving up the driveway uh, to park his new car into a garage and i think we can slowly see the sun starting to come up a bit then we hear the door creaking open as uh Kolchuk is trying to untie the lady uh, he puts the duct tape back over her mouth and tells her to hold still because it's not staying on her mouth as he goes to hide inside the closet uh drac comes in the room and uh sits beside her on the bed for a minute and then he starts setting up what looks to be like a blood bag on the top of the the bedpost and the iv line he goes and leaves the room and then the tape comes off her mouth as she looks like turns her head quickly and Kolchak goes to sneak out to put the the tape back on her mouth and that's when you see the doorknob slowly starting to turn so then he goes and hides in the closet again but then the closet door opens and it's Dracula with his fangs out showing them at Kolchak who then pulls out the cross to you know try and push him back and Kolchak slowly makes his way towards the stairs because he wants to get out of the house you know we still have the cross at Dracula's face and I think at one point Kolchak maybe falls or trips and then he gets back up and Dracula is nowhere to be seen so then he starts heading down the stairs follows down the stairs and Dracula's at the top of the staircase looking down at him and that's when Dracula then goes to attack him to try and take a bike 
bite out of his neck. And that's when I think Bernie comes in with the other officer. And he hits Drac in the back of the head with the butt of the gun. And then he gets tossed around. Then Kolchak gets tossed around a little bit more. And then... Um, I think it's Kolchak. He grabs like the the curtain that's on the window, pulls it down. The sunlight starts shooting in, and Dracula, you know, starts doing his hissing and whatnot. And he's trying to get up the staircase a bit, and then he hands the cross to Bernie, and he gets out the hammer and stake. And Dracula trips going up the staircase backwards. So that's when then Kolchak starts hammering the spike into Drac, and that's when all the other sheriff officers and everything else walk in and they're like, "You just spoiled this all on us. It was a stakeout, you son of a bitch." Then we see Kolchak typing up his on an old school typer which I thought was really nice I, I like to sound and to see it I think it's really cool um, but he's writing up his special so he can get into the special edition of the paper that's coming out and he mentions about getting married to uh, Gail and moving back to New York in style because you know he's going to be a rich and famous reporter journalist now because of this story it's going to make him you know on the top of the line again uh, he walks into the Daily News all happy and hands the paper to his boss but his boss isn't putting up a fight and he's all confused like you're not usually this nice to me this isn't your usual attitude what's going on here and his boss um, ends up telling Kolchak that he's a good reporter and you know, giving a compliment for the very first time. Kolchak's like, are you a body snatcher? You're kind of weird. Then we see Kolchak showing up at the courthouse where all the other officers are trying to arrest him for the death of Drac because apparently he was meant to keep him alive. And he tries laughing off just thinking that they're, you know, joking with him. He goes to leave. So he's asking what's up and he's like, you know, this is a paper for your arrest. It seems the officers are upset with him because they, he broke up their stakeout that they had. And also because they don't want the story being run because they don't want, uh, you know, the city to know that there was a vampire on the, on the loose. They were trying to arrest him for the for murder one and put him into an asylum for the rest of his life. Because, like, you know, it's not a real, real vampire. So if you put this in your paper and say it's a real vampire, we're going to arrest you right now. And, you know, you're going to plead mentally insane and be stuck in an asylum for the rest of your life because there's no such thing as vampires. And then Bernie, the officer that helped him, was that was there with the gun that, you know, originally came in to save Kolchak. Like, you know, just sit down, listen to them, okay? And they read off another story that's a fake story that they want to run in the paper instead of Kolchak's real story that just says the drag killer was in a firefight and that's it and they're going to make him leave town anyways because of it. And apparently the officers already talked to Gail and she's already out of town because she pretty much was told to get out as well. And then Bernie wants to keep in track or in touch with Kolchak and he's like yeah yeah sure I'll keep in touch with you you know because you're such a good friend. You're such a good friend. Then we see Kolchak driving away alone. He was never able to find Gail and apparently he was running a bunch of ads in the paper to try and meet up with her or hoping that she she sees it so she'll get in touch with him but he has no luck and then we cut back to the beginning of the movie where he's on the bed listening to the tape recorder playing as he's talking about um the story of dracula and then another thing that gets brought up at the end is that apparently all the victims of dracula from the las vegas area they're all cremated because apparently the story goes if you don't cremate someone who was killed by a vampire they'll come back as a vampire and just keep causing you know hell pretty much and that pretty much is the end of the movie that was a really fun movie uh first time watching like i said a Kolchak thing and i definitely really enjoyed it i definitely want to check out the tv series as well i think i might have some of the comic books somewhere but i haven't actually read them i think they're still pristine and bagged so maybe i'll uh, dig those out to check those out too but for a tv movie on this scale i thought it was really well done paced really well i'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10 because i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was really good and i 
highly, highly recommend you guys checking it out. It's definitely one of the better TV movies I've watched in a long, long time. Um, but yeah, we got to pick our next movie that we're going to be watching. And I haven't picked it yet, so I'm going to do some research quickly to see what we can find, and we'll go from there. All right, this one's going to be an easy pick for me. Um, I haven't done one of these movies yet, and it's based... The name is based around my spe my favorite time of the year. So if you guys don't know what the movie is, uh, shame on you. Uh, we're going to watch from 1978 for an hour and 31 minutes. We're going to watch Halloween. Uh, Michael Myers is coming to... Uh, Rotten Views podcast, and we're gonna watch a Halloween movie, the first Halloween movie to be correct. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. It's been a while, I haven't revisited in a while, so it's gonna be really a lot of fun to watch this one again. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's on Prime and a bunch of other sites. I, I got numerous copies on VHS and DVD, so I'm just gonna watch one of those ones. Uh, you guys can watch it on Prime or wherever you can find it. I'm sure it's probably on a few streaming sites, maybe. I'm not really too sure, but as always, the outro music is uh, for this episode is by Slasher Dave. Definitely go check them out uh their links will be all down the show notes and description below i highly recommend checking out his horror theme music cool dude uh yeah go show him some support and love on spotify uh instagram i think Bandcamp, soundcloud all that kind of fun stuff so yeah definitely go check him out and we're gonna do an honorable mention for another podcast i've been listening to a lot um big fan of their horror podcast uh, we're gonna mention neon brainiacs so definitely go check them out they got a big playlist of episodes um not sure how many episodes i got but they got a ton so definitely keep you busy it keeps me busy i'm i've finally caught up through all of them and it's been months now so definitely go check them out uh, i'm striving to be as good of a podcasters as those guys are so hopefully you guys enjoy their podcast as well and yeah it's uh, episode 100 halloween so it's gonna be a fun one next week so until next time I'll talk to you guys all later. Make sure to check out all my links below. You know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, do whatever the outs there might be. I don't know what. It's all down in the show notes below. You'll find all the links. Um, yeah, follow me on all social medias at TyphonSign. Use the hashtag RottenViewsPodcast. Uh, suggest a movie to me or, you know, hit up the email RottenViewsPodcast at gmail.com. Just say hi or, you know, suggest a movie. Tell me what you don't like about the podcast, what you think I should improve. Let me know anything. And uh, whatever apps you're listening to, to this on if you can give a review that's awesome i appreciate it. anything you want to give five stars of course is the best but i'm not gonna you know hold you guys to it so until next time i'll talk to you guys all later peace